Welcome back to the SDR Confessions. Yeah, I feel like I have to keep singing Usher's Confessions during these. And we had a very funny one with Dom. And his, <laughs> his confession is hilarious because he talked about how he went in the LinkedIn DMs. He did the wrong copy and paste and it led to some to wrong things. We also have a very interesting and funny story around gifts or gifs or however you want to say it. So not going to spoil it, but you're going to get a laugh out of that one. And we also talked about some tactics on how you could reach out to people below the power line to get meetings. And also, how do you make sure you stay organized so you're not all over the place? Have some fun, take some notes, and enjoy it. And we have a guest here, Dom. Dom, tell us about yourself and we'll get into the episode. Awesome. Uh, how's it going, guys? My name's Dom. Um, I am a enterprise, senior enterprise SDR here at Cognizum. And uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward to getting right into my confessions. <laughs> the confessions. All right. So let's get into it. Dom, what is your SDR confessions? I'm, I'm excited here because you're already laughing. So uh, hopefully everyone's yeah. in for a treat here. Yeah, no, I, I think it's uh, I think it's pretty funny, but also kind of embarrassing at the same time. Uh, but <laughs> as you know, uh, starting up as an SDR, you make a lot of mistakes along the way. Um, and some of those mistakes may involve a bit of spamming. And uh, one key thing that I would always do at the beginning was I would copy and paste constantly, um, whether it was like an email um, or a LinkedIn message. And in this particular case, I was copy and pasting my LinkedIn messages one day and I was saying like, hey, thanks for connecting. Um, I noticed that you were a BDR manager at Blank. Um, you know, how's it going? Uh, but I was changing the name of the prospect every time at one point i guess within the uh the 30 minute range that i was doing this process i just completely blanked out i started going on autopilot and instead of changing the names of the prospects i just started pressing copy paste copy paste 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 and then i realized what i did all those people that i was uh sending messages off to were all online <laughs> so they all like saw my messages straight out the gate and there were these three prospects it went i remember it went um aaron James, Patrick, Ben. And I said, Hey, Aaron, uh, thanks for connecting. I noticed you were an SDR manager. You know, what do you do when you have this problem? And then I copied that one and I pasted it three more times in a row without changing the name at all. And yeah. James, Patrick, and Ben read them like within seconds. And I said, Oh no, like, what do I do now? <laughs> and <laughs> one of them just, just one of them obviously just didn't reply to me. He was like, All right, I don't know what, what this kid is doing. Um, yep. James and Ben replied to me. James goes, hey, that's not my name. <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> like, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just, I started panicking. I was like, oh, I don't know how to save this one. Um, and so I just, I really just dug myself a grave. And I was like, oh, so sorry to hear that. You know, uh, I guess my uh, my copy and pasting skills are not as, as good as I thought they were. I don't know. I try to kind of like laugh it <laughs> off, but he, yeah. he wasn't having it. <laughs> and so obviously I did not get that meeting. <laughs> Uh, but it, that was just one of the experiences that I just, I was so embarrassed about. And after that, I'd never again, um, did the, the whole copy paste spam thing. I just, I just tried to, you know, read everything before I sent it out, try to personalize it a bit more each time, uh, it takes a little more time, but obviously it, it helps not to put you in this position. Yeah. I mean, that's 
a wild story for everyone to take a step back and be like making sure that they're probably checking their LinkedIn messages now that they didn't do that. Uh, I mean, you yeah. could have always played it off and said like, just, just checking to make sure you're paying attention. Right. You could have you yeah, played it off true. that way, but I don't know. They could have been mad at that one too, but you know, you always got to play with it once you're in that scenario. <laughs> I know I was I just going to ask you like, what would your advice be? Like how, how could I have played that off a bit better? I guess. So, so I have, I have made a, a similar mistake before um, where I just, and it wasn't like at, at the scale that you did, but it was like a couple people where I just was mm -hmm. like not paying attention. You, you know, as an SDR, you're just like, some days you're just like not paying attention and that happens. Yeah, exactly. And the person was like, yeah, I'm like not Sally or like, this is incorrect. <laughs> so the way that I go about it is I like take full accountability, but also I do it in a creative way. So like, I'll send them a video. And I'll be like, hey, it's me. Look, I made a massive mistake. I just want to let you know that I'm not a robot. And I just like, I just messed up completely. And so essentially uh, what, what I'll say there is is basically be like, hey, like this is the reason why I was reaching out. I have done my research. This mm -hmm. is just why I messed up here. So I've done that and I've turned it around. Sometimes like people will laugh. Yeah. They'll be like, good recovery. Some people, you know, won't respond. Some people will still be mad. But I found that by doing the video response was was a game changer for me. Um, some people yeah, look at voice note if you if you don't want to do the video, but that was a way that I recovered. And I just like basically roasted myself and they liked that. So then I got a meeting. So yeah. <laughs> it works out that way. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> wish I tried that now. That's that seems like it definitely would have worked in my favor if I did something like that. I mean, you could always go back to those people. I, it was like probably months ago. I'm I like, could. hey, I'm back. <laughs> I messed up like months ago, but let me let me recover now. <laughs> so so that was like the LinkedIn story there. And then yeah. are, there, are there any other confessions? Because there, 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 there may be more there in the, in the DMs that we don't know about. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you could definitely find a, a plethora of, uh, of confessions <laughs> and just embarrassing moments in my LinkedIn DMs, um, even my emails too. But an, another story that kind of, um, I guess, highlights this entire idea um, of the whole like spamming nature of it um, is this one instance, uh, again, on LinkedIn, I DM'd a prospect and I said, uh, this time it was personalized. And I said, uh, hey, Matt, um, thanks for connecting. Like I, I noticed that you were heading up the sales, you know, uh, sales efforts over there at Blank Company. Uh, we're just wondering, you know, what were you doing in this case when you don't have correct contact data? And he sent me back a GIF, uh, which was pretty funny. And the GIF was um, some some guy just saying like, oh, no, not me, not interested. And at that point, I was like, okay, this guy doesn't really want to talk. Let me just start sending him GIFs back. And so we had a full conversation um, for about, again, 30 minutes maybe of just sending GIF after GIF after GIF, him saying not interested, me saying, but why though? And then he was saying like, um, nah, man, that's just not me. Uh, and then my gift after that was like, don't you just want to hear me out? Like I just kept finding, I don't know. We had a full conversation like that. And at the very end, <laughs> the guy goes, all right, man, just leave me alone. But he texted that. It wasn't a gift. He just, he straight up goes, all right, man, that's enough. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was hilarious. But at the same time, I just, I didn't know how else to go around it because he was just replying with gifts. So I said, I, I might as well just do it too. Might but well what, what would you it. have done, Morgan? Uh, that, this, is, yeah. this is absolutely hilarious. So um, that is so funny. I, I think at the end of the day, if he would have said like, let's stop with the gifts, I think I would have done one more gift there. One more. Just, I would, yeah, I just would have done one more and been like, hey, like, 
Or I would have been like, I would have done like the ones where it's like, um, so you're telling me there's a chance. I would have, oh, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I would have done that and been like, hey, yeah. like, you know, one more time. And he probably would have not liked that. That's probably what I would have done there. Um, but with SDR, like, everything's just like sometimes just pushing the limit and seeing yeah. what you can do, right? That's what I would have done. I would have at least tried to get the meeting because at that point, you might just be like, no, I don't care. And then, like, it kind of is what it is and you just move on, right? So that's what I would have done in that scenario. I would have done one more. Yeah. You've, one already, more. you've already gone back and forth like on like eight. Exactly. <laughs> I should have pushed it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it was so funny. I've never done anything like that before. And that's never happened again. But I thought that was a really funny experience. It's a, it's a, it's a legend. It's definitely a legendary moment for sure. And I want to go back to the, the first thing that you did, the copy paste, copy paste. And I think everyone here is like, okay, we got to make sure that like we need a prospect the right way. So how are you making sure that you have like the right names, the right company when you're doing it now? Do you have like a new process that you go through? Like, I'm very curious on that. Absolutely. So the process, um, it's more or less paying attention instead of just spamming constantly. Um, yeah. And so what I do now when I'm going through uh, the majority of my emails um, or my LinkedIn DMs, um, I really just go deep in, inside their profile and I say, okay, well, this guy's name is um, Morgan, right? He works at you know, Cognizant. This is what he does. Make sure I understand everything. It takes a bit longer, obviously. It's not as automated, uh, but it makes like the world of change because when somebody gets a personalized email or LinkedIn uh, DM, that's like perfect to exactly what their operations are on a day-to-day -day basis. It makes the world. Um, but obviously, I, I try to steer away a lot now from those automated ones because it just doesn't work out. <laughs> and some people no. may just get mad. Yeah. Oh, no. They, they, they absolutely will. And I think the key is that, like you said, being more thoughtful going about it. And I think everyone listening in will now understand, hey, like, don't don't spam, right? <laughs> like, like yeah. stay away from getting in the spam. I think one of the things that you can always do is make sure that you highlight something in their profile or what they're posting. But I, I'm curious, like, you're being more thoughtful. You're not spamming as much. It sounds like you learned the, learned the lesson there. How are you making sure that your I've messaging my lesson. is is thoughtful? Are you looking at the LinkedIn profile? Yeah. Are you looking at posts, posts of comments? What if they have nothing? What are you doing there? Yeah, no, th that's a good question. Um, well, definitely now I've, I've moved out of the commercial space into the enterprise space. Um, and in the enterprise space, what I've noticed is that a lot more people put in their bios, you know, something of what they do to a day-to-day basis. Either it's in their skills tab at the bottom, I do lead generation, cold calling, prospecting, or they have something in their bio that says, like, I oversee, like, the North America sales efforts for uh, healthcare consulting, something like that. Uh, but it makes it makes it a lot easier, obviously, because then I take that and I, and I make it relevant towards them. And I say, hey, what would you do? I like to paint a picture for him. I say, what would you do if like one of your top prospects in the healthcare industry isn't answering the direct dial and you're just not getting through with their emails? And that's kind of how I pitch mobile data because that's what we do here at Cognizant. In the commercial space, obviously it's a bit different, but that's where I dig into their company instead of the, uh, the person themselves. And I say, hey, I noticed you guys were focusing in these industries. I was just wondering, you know, what, what type of prospects are you targeting? Um, and then they sometimes say like, oh, I'm targeting this prospect um, or I'm talking this industry. I'm saying, oh, great. And then again, I paint a picture for him. It's just more like question-based stuff. Yeah, I, I, I like that, that you're thinking more question-based. And it sounds like you're also looking at it from a 
like persona based standpoint. So I guess this is a question. I think it's important for everyone. How often are you studying your personas or you're in enterprise space? How often are you studying these industries you're going after? Curious to hear your perspective on that. Yeah, that's also a good question. Uh, in the enterprise space, I found out that researching is a lot more important than the commercial space. In the commercial space, you can get away with spam, but again, it's not a good idea by any means, as you can tell <laughs> yeah. with my stories. Uh, but you should definitely still be researching in the commercial space. In the enterprise space, however, um, you need to be really personalized because some of these companies that are 500 employees or more have so many different verticals they're working. So even if their bio on LinkedIn says, we work with healthcare and transportation, that doesn't necessarily mean that that prospect or that you know VP of sales is targeting transportation. He may be working a different vertical. And that's where you kind of have to look inside their bio, find who his teammates or her teammates are, and uh, see exactly you know what their operations are like. Yeah, I, I really I really like that. Um, and what are you you said operations look like and you're doing that on your end. Are you also talking to people in the company like customer success or are you talking to AEs as well to get more information? So obviously, if I can't find the titles I want, um, like the, the big titles, like director of sales development um, or, uh, you know, chief sales officer, those types of titles that kind of like ring a bell as tier ones. Um, I go low. I go to like tier threes. I go to the account managers, account executives, even some SDRs, if I can find their numbers or just add them on LinkedIn. And I tell them, uh, hey, you know, this is typical, typically what we do. Um, I've been speaking to a couple of your colleagues in the past. I noticed you guys have a problem with X, Y, and Z. Um, or do you have a problem with X, Y, and Z? And that way they give me all the information I need and I can go after the other guys. And, and if I don't can't find the other guys, I just ask them for a referral. And I say, hey, I noticed that this is an issue for your team. Who would be a good contact to bring this information towards? And hopefully we can get you guys on like a free trial or just run some searches, that type of stuff. Yeah, I, I absolutely like that. It, I like to call it the ground soil approach. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of people don't think about it in that way to reach out to SDRs and E's because like, oh, that's a waste of time. And no, you can actually get direct dials, emails, info that you wouldn't, mm -hmm. really key elements there. And a follow-up question to that, because I think a lot of people may be like, you know what, Dom, that's a good strategy. Where do you find the best conversion there? And, and then I have a follow-up question. And what I mean by the best conversion is that you're emailing them, is calling them the best, LinkedIn, whatever you actually seen the best conversion rate to actually reach out to these people. Yeah, so obviously I I'm a pretty like cold call heavy person myself. Um, I I do enjoy making my dials. I find the best conversions over the phone just because I've spent a lot of time you know practicing objection handling, understanding you know a couple of different industries, and I like it more because you can mess up on the phone, but it still flows. You can still have a conversation with somebody on LinkedIn or email when you're going back and forth. Some things may get lost in translation. You may not answer the question that they're asking, you know, perfectly, and that might kill you because they may not respond to you. Um, and yeah, I, I just like it way better on the phone. It's more of like an interaction. I can hear their tone. I can change my tone according to them. And yep. uh, yeah, I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Absolutely. And then when you're, when you're doing that call, um, you mentioned a little bit, what is your introduction to an SRAE? Obviously, it's probably different than when you're calling a CRO <laughs> or a VP of sales. So how do you introduce Absolutely. yourself and like sell to the SDR when they're like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely try not to sell to the SDR as much, really. I just try to like level with them and just say like, hey, man, like I do the exact same thing you do, right? Um, I know what the grind feels like. 
I was really just reaching out to you because, you know, I noticed you guys were focusing on this industry. Just curious what you were doing when you have this type of issue. And uh, I just I just try to be really like level headed with them, um, stay on the same level. I, I don't want to feel like I'm pitching to them or anything. I just want to have a conversation. And by doing that, like, I, at least I feel like there's a mutual respect there where they tell me some information. I hopefully can answer any questions they have because they're going to be the end users of a tool like this anyways. So they usually have the most questions. And then I get that referral that makes it, uh, you know, makes the lead flow continue to push on. I can go get their manager, talk to them a bit more and leverage that previous conversation. Yeah, no, that makes, that makes complete sense. And now that you have that groundswell, you get the information there. Like, how do you leverage that information when you do talk to somebody? Are you saying, hey, I talked to your SDR, like, and you need to pay attention? Are you telling the SDR, mm -hmm. the AE, that you use the information? How are you making sure that that's, like, fluid? Yeah, so I, I always ask at the very end, I like asking this question, um, would it be all right if I used your name as a reference, or would you rather not me leave any breadcrumb trail? Um, and people usually laugh at that because they're like, breadcrumb trail? What is this? Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, ask, I always ask that question. Most of the time, you know, like I said, they laugh. They say, yeah, it's all right to use my name. Um, and in the off chance that they say no, I say, that, that's totally all right. Um, I'll definitely let them know that this problem is happening in the organization, but I won't mention your name at all. And uh, again, kind of mutual respect there. I just keep going, following the lead flow and try to find somebody higher up I can talk to. Yeah. Do you ever give thanks to the SRA if you do schedule the meeting? Do you ever go back to them? You know, that, that's a good idea. I actually, I probably, I don't honestly. And maybe that's a good idea to like continue that relationship. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gone back unless it was somebody who obviously we became like very close friends or we built a relationship beforehand. Like I'll go back sure. and say, hey, this was a great conversation. But usually if it's a completely cold outreach and I end up booking their boss, yeah, I, I guess I don't really go back. I think I'll start doing that, though, because I, I kind of like it. Builds like it's, a relationship between you and the organization. Yeah, 100%, because you, you build that relationship. You never know where they could go next. Could have been working together. Who knows, right? So if they were willing to give you that favor and letting them know, hey, this is how it went. Appreciate it. It goes a long way. It's very similar to like referrals. So when I started doing referrals, like it's like you get you get referred to somebody. And then you're like, okay, cool. And then you forget to like thank them or whatever. But I found that yeah. when you go back and say, hey, thanks for that referral. It led to this. People appreciate that more. And they're willing to give you unwarranted referrals, right? Where you didn't even ask for it. And they're willing to help you out. So it's a small gesture, but it goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Cool. So some really good advice here, some very tactical things to do. Uh, so what we've learned as we asked this last question to you, Dom, is look, don't just copy and paste and just go through LinkedIn because you end up with some, maybe some odd responses as we talked about. We talked about ways to combat yeah. it. If you, if you do, if that does happen to you one day, we all make mistakes. So that could happen. Uh, so the, another thing that, to pay attention to is like adding that first name to all those templates. So you can add in a name so that you're not in this uh, templated thing where it's like you put the name and then they're like, what the heck? Add the first name so you always make sure to like look at the name first. We also talked about the gifts or gifs or whatever people like to call them. That could be a strategy. GIFs. You can you yeah, you can run that if you want. Uh so you have that. And then you also talked about that bottom up approach where I think a lot of people can benefit from. So mm. you've given a lot of great advice today. The last question revolves around advice. What is some practical advice yep. you have for SDRs right now in like mm. in this year? And then also as well, yep. like 
if they're new? Yeah, uh, I guess the biggest, you know, the best advice I can give, honestly, uh, is to continue to just roll with the punches. As an SDR, you're going to get a lot of stuff thrown at you. You're going to have to deal with a lot of messes, sometimes messes that you created yourself uh, because, you know, maybe you're, you're just not there that yet with your experience. But don't let that, you know, lower your confidence level. Don't be discouraged. Just keep rolling with the punches. Just know that after this bad conversation I, I had, I'm going to have a better conversation and just mm-hmm. keep going from there. Don't don't stop just because, you know, you felt like you did a bad job. Learn from your mistakes, obviously, but just keep going. And I feel like that's the only really the, the most important piece that allowed me to kind of like be successful um, as an SDR. I love that. That's a great advice. Because that's really what it is. It's a mental game. You have to keep pushing forward. You have to keep moving. And that's exactly what you have to do. So as we get out of here, Dom, any shout outs that you want to give? <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to give a shout out uh, to my manager, Hayden Barry. He is one of the like the founding reasons why I was very successful as an SDR in the commercial space. And he's also mentoring me in the enterprise space as well, um, which is making a big difference. Honestly, without him, I definitely wouldn't be where I was. And without him answering all my questions and i asked him a lot of questions like i probably annoyed him (laughs) at some points but asking as many questions as i could really helped me just to continue on to my path i I love that you're showing the managers love they don't get they don't get enough love so (laughs) they don't uh, appreciate i I appreciate that shout out so y'all this is another ncr confessions hopefully you laughed hopefully you learned (laughs) something and i will see you on the next one